Mason, great to have you here today. Thank you for your time. Thanks for having me, Ben. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, and uh, congrats re-signing with the Steelers. How are you feeling about that? Excited. It's it's um it's home for me. You know, going on six years now, so happy to be back. And um, you know, feel like we got a really good team. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't on the team through the draft, but Omar and Coach Tomlin did a great job, kind of building the roster, and and uh, excited about excited about the fall. Yeah, and I I saw some stat or that you were the fourth longest tenured uh, Steeler going into this season. So how does that you know knowing that and how long does the team affect the way you kind of the lead how you lead? I actually didn't know that. Uh, that's that's a fun fact. But uh, yeah. no, I you know um, a lot of continuity. I think um, been around you know in, in, in that building for a while and and uh, just love the way. Uh, they go about business. It's a, it's a blue collar town. Um, probably much like Foxborough in a sense, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. Um, you know, obviously knowing my role and sort of a backup quarterback and, and, um, trying to do anything I can to, you know, bring a nugget here or there during the week of prep, um, for Kenny Pickett and, um, you know, uh, just, just the camaraderie aspect, uh, I've gotten close with with the guys on the defensive side of the ball over the years as well, and and uh, just a good group. And um, you know, there's no one more personable than Mike Tomlin, who, who sort of brings it all together. He is a uh, he's a he's a psychologist, you know, and, and a coach all in one. He, he's great. I uh, saw some rumors of Antonio Brown as the last uh, maybe day or so. All all I'm going to say is just careful what you wish for. I just, I just feel like I have to say that. <laughs> I, I I understand. I I was uh yeah speaking about that with some some friends from town and and um yeah I, I was with AB for a year and you know he was he was great to me as a, as a young player and and um you know always open to, to catching balls. His work ethic was second to none. But obviously, as you know, there's you know there's you know a lot, a lot that comes with his with his persona. So um, yeah, no, I, and I think he's happy where where he is. You know so. Down in Miami, yeah. I will. Uh, I'll make it an easy question to kind of get us off the AB convo. Is uh, real name is Brett. Where Where does Mason come from? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm the second. So my my father was Brett Mason Rudolph the first, and um, that's his name. And wanted to keep the same name, but I, I go by Mason. Uh, so there's no uh, to keep from to keep to keep from the confusion. So yeah. That's me, and and um, the old man played played football back in the day in the eighties um, for uh, Dick Crum at North Carolina. I think he was a year with Mac Brown when he got to Chapel Hill, and so uh, named after you know named after Dad. That's awesome. Was he a big influence on your you know your kind of getting into football and playing? He was. He he encouraged you know my brother and I both to you know, play a lot of sports, uh, you know, be involved in school and, and, um, you know, as much as we could, it wasn't, we, we weren't, we weren't a part of the, it seems like the new age of specialization, you know, from, from like, I don't know, 12 on. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I was grateful for that. And, and um, he just had so much knowledge and, it, you know, the experience of at least going through and playing at the division one high school, uh, college rather, he, he, it was a big help through the recruiting process and and um just sort of knew what it took um the extra work the off season in the spring and 
had a good idea of sort of, you know, um, weightlifting and, and nutrition. And that was, that was very helpful. And, you know, you can just tell even just through social media and whatnot, that how important family is to you. I, I saw somewhere that, um, that you didn't want your parents come to your first college game because you were too nervous to have them there. Yeah. It, it sounds funny now, but I, uh, yeah, I think I, I found out, you know, beginning of the week and we were, we were playing in, on the road in a hostile environment in Texas. And I kind of talked to them on the phone to my dad and, and they're in South Carolina. So I knew it was, a, it was a long way to go. And we kind of said, yeah, hey, just we'll wait till the, you know, the next home game, you know, and, and, um, he could tell I was, he could tell I was a little nervous. And I, and I think, I think now having them in the stadium is, I mean, so much puts me more at ease, but for some reason at that time, you know, it yeah. was, it added a little nerve. And so uh, they ended up showing up. My dad said, screw your advice. I'm, I'm going to be there for my, you know, son's first game. And so him and my mom were there after the game. It was a, it was a loss, but it was still a, you know, a, a, a great memory you know, seeing them and, and hanging with them after the game and being surprised, you know. Yeah, it's so funny uh, just when you said it was a loss, uh, just talking to different athletes over the years that anytime you're asking them to talk about a specific game or a moment, when you're not even talking about the football part, the first thing is like, what? oh, it was a win or a loss. It's just, uh, it's just funny to see the, con- you know, the competitor, um, you know, in you. It, it's uh, it's cool to see. But talking about your family, your brother was a defensive end at Clemson. Now, um Went on to pursue an acting career. How's he doing? He did. Uh, he's doing well. I, I think um, he's he's. I think he's got some talent. It was not something he ever took classes in growing up. He he was he was always you know, funny guy and and um, we, we did an amazing job from a young age. He was a big movie buff and, and his invitations. He, he was very clever and and so I, I always felt felt like there was something there and. He graduated and, and um, had a solid career at Clemson. I mean, a, a very a very good career at Clemson. There won a, won a couple of national champion, one national championship rather. And he graduated. He had his degree, and he just said, "You know, I I know I'm probably not going to get drafted." You know, he 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 was he wasn't delusional about it. He said, "You know, I could probably hang around, practice squad, you know, slash active roster on that special teams role." But he was an undersized, um, you know. Uh, I believe he's a four-three outside defensive end, and so uh, wanted to give it a shot. I drove to Hollywood um, and uh, lived there for a couple of years into COVID, and then he's now in Dallas. You, you know, COVID, like so many other, I guess, industries, you can do things virtually now. So you know, auditions, you self-tape, you send it in, and he's done a couple movies. Uh, probably, the, you know, uh, maybe the cheesiest Lifetime movie you've ever seen, but it was a great experience. He he. He did what he was supposed to do, and I think he did it well. And uh, they just wrapped up a movie last summer, <clears throat> a Screen Actors Guild project. So, um, you know, I think we're in the football realm. I, I don't have any conception of Hollywood, but it seems like it's a heck of a – you just get told no a lot, and it's and it's a going to have a thick skin. So, Yeah. So let's go back to Oklahoma State. Uh, you know, it's really shows you really kept improving over the four years and finished really strong senior year with your best stats and winning the Johnny United's Golden Arm Award, which was which was huge. And love to kind of hear a little bit more about your time there and more, and more specifically, like what you would contribute that growth um, through the four years. Yeah, I think um, I mean, I think experience is, you know, the best teacher, um, you know, 
taking steps ahead each each um, off season from a you know functional strength uh, you know standpoint and uh, learning more about the offense, having a having a better understanding for plays we could get get to in and out of different looks, um, audibles. We we uh, we were, we were a big RPO team in college, and and um, uh, you know and that's, that's those don't always fly in the, in the pro realm of the lineman downfield penalties. We found that out here in Pittsburgh last year a few times, but it was uh, I, I had I had some tremendous talent around me, James Washington. Um, Tyron Johnson, um, Marcel Aitman, Chris Carson was a running back. So we had we had a slew of, of NFL dudes that um, you know made my job a whole whole lot easier. And and uh, so and then you know Mike Gundy's leadership and his mullet uh, helped you know gave some, provided some morale you know the entire way through. That's awesome. Well, uh, then you know you headed to the towards the pros and. Uh... Just have a random question about that. I saw in the combine you skipped the bench press, broad jump, and shuttle, uh, short shuttle, and a three cone drill. I'm just curious, like what the thinking is around that, and like why, why, um, you know, uh, potential somebody at the combine would skip those. Those, I had a, I had a broken foot. I had a fifth metatarsal. Uh, Got it. Broke it, broke it in the in the in the bowl game. Actually, like I think it was maybe January one. I think, you know, the combine's just a month and a half later. And yeah. so I felt like, you know, where I was at re- from a rehab standpoint, I could I could do the straight ahead stuff. I could run the 40, um, throw, you know, but but anything lateral, you know, change of direction, I just didn't think I was ready for it. And, and But I wanted to be there. I wanted to do as much as I could at the combine, um, something you obviously dream about being there uh, growing up and, had the opportunity, so did what I could. Yeah, selected by the Steelers in the third round in uh, the 2018 draft. And what was it like, you know, showing up there? You're, you know, you're in the QB room with one, you know, one of the, you know, great quarterbacks, Ben Roethlisberger. Like, wh- what was kind of going through your head? Uh, excitement. I, I had met with uh, the Steelers um, prior to the draft. They came to my pro day in Oklahoma, and um, you know, it. it had spoken to Coach Tomlin, you know, uh, a good bit after the pro day, the GM, and so I, you know, wasn't it wasn't one of those that just totally shocks you when you get the call from a Pittsburgh PA number. Um, so I was fired up, though. I was excited to, um, you know, be on a team in a room with with, you know, with with probably a, a future Hall of Fame quarterback and pick up what I could and and um, sort of just be ready for whenever your number's called and. Um, so um, it was excitement and, and, you know, just, just trying to learn, you know, learn the playbook as soon as you as fast as you can and uh, soak up and, 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 and learn from, you know, the other veteran teammates. Yeah. And so take me to week two, 2019 season, you're on the sidelines and Roethlisberger goes down. Like what immediately goes through your head? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, just, trying to prepare yourself go get a snap with Marquise Pouncey and and uh you know talk to the coordinator but uh, but also excitement like you know you never know when it's coming you you try to prepare each week um you know my rookie year I was I was inactive I was a, I was a third string and so I um sort of really tried to you know you're not getting the physical reps but you know as best you can to force yourself to 
watch as much film and, and, and take a stride mentally. And I felt like I did that going into that second year and, and, um, you know, got the opportunity. So, um, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was an up and down, I think, was it eight, eight or so starts and, and a season, uh, some good, some bad, but, but it was, it was just great to get on the field and, you know, uh, start to learn. For like a season like this coming up, you know, or even season last year and before, does you know having that happen and you kind of getting called up like that kind of change the way even you prepare now than you did before that? I know it was only a year before that, but like because like you know firsthand that you got you're gonna be you could be ready any second. Yeah, I think I think uh, yeah, just the experience of being in that situation and like oh crap, you know, I, I, I know everyone says you're one play away, but here we go. And so, um, you know, those are, those are valuable reps to store away. And, and, um, you know, I've primarily been a, been a backup my whole, my whole way. And, and, and I've had, uh, you know, I, there's, uh, you know, being there at the drop of a hat and, and, and sort of, you know, be locked into the game and, and, and the headset and know, you know, try to get, try to get the reps as best you can from your vantage point, even though you're not out there and be ready to go. So, um, yeah, this year, obviously, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to have a, you know, put together my best training camp with, you know, you, you know, you're going to get a limited amount of reps, you know, at the starter. And, and so, um, excited for that and just making the most of it, making the most of, um, everything you get and, 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 and you never know when you, when you're going to get your next opportunity. I mean, last year there was plenty of guys that it came and, and, you know, they, uh, maximized it and so you're uh you're, you're mentally staying staying sharp I think it's, it's the the biggest hurdle yeah you know it seems like um you know you talked about kind of being prepared and, and the mental side of the game and you know I, I know religion's always a touchy subject but you're pretty open with you know your religious your religion and your belief in religion and um how does it play a role in on you know religion on the football side of things and just kind of that belief you know you have and, and all that and obviously if you don't want to talk about it I know it can be a touchy subject but I'm I'm really curious it's not something that I've you know heard much talk talked about much. Yeah, I think um, you know having having faith for me is 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 important. It's sort of uh, grounds me and and um, gives me something to. You know, my faith in Christ gives me something to fall back on and in, 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 in the tough times for sure. But um, I think uh, it's important to my family and I, and, and that's the way I grew up. But I think when you get out of the house, you decide, is this, is this going to, you know, am I going to, am I going to make this my own or, or not? So I, I yeah, I, I um, it's important to me. And, and, and I, and I know that, um, you know, having faith in, 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 through the ups and downs is has carried me. I mean, I've had a lot of had a lot of adversity. You know, uh, I mean, up through college was was blessed to have. You know, I mean, a few injuries here and there, but there wasn't a whole lot of you know substantial things that that you know made made you kind of look yourself in the mirror and, and pick yourself back up. But uh, it's um, it, it's definitely kind of holds my foundation and keeps me joyful and with, with a, you know, hopeful outlook and uh, on life. And, and uh, so, yeah, I, that, that is important to me. 
Yeah. And staying on the mental side of the game, and I know it's even Mental Health Awareness Month, and I'm, I'm curious, and especially being in your position, we've, you know, I feel like some of my closest NFL friends are the backup quarterbacks, especially over the ones from Tom over the years, and, you know, Brian Hoyer and, uh, you know, Castle and just all, you know, all those guys. And I, I am always interested in the mentality and how – if there's stuff you do in kind of outs off the field to work on kind of your mental strength and your mental fortitude and, and just staying sharp. Yeah, I think through the week when you're obviously not getting, you know, the amount of reps nowhere near the amount of reps the starter gets, you're you're I've always you know, taken the script, take the QB coach after practice, a few, you know, receivers and, and go through the throws, get the you know, go through the call and the throw and, and take the drop and you know, even though you don't have a defense out there, you're trying to look up, look the safety off and, and move defenders and, and try to, you know, do the best you can to simulate the reps um, opposed to just watching it. I mean, it's, it's a lot, there's a lot of standing as a backup quarterback. I'm, sh- I'm sure, you know, you learned that from Hoyer. So, and, and um, just something to get the, the legs moving after practice, get a sweat going. And because and, 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 I think you'll feel, I, I know I've, I've felt much more prepared like you're okay. I'm doing everything I can, and then some, you know, to to give our team a chance. You know, if something something happens to the starter to go down and to go in there and and, and play well and and close the game out. So that's yeah. sort of been my mode. Let's jump off the field and talk about what you have going on. I know you've done a lot of charity work and you know supported uh, veterans and families, of fallen soldiers, international justice mission as well. Like. Talk to us. Talk to us about on on the business side, but even on the charity side, uh, what you have going on. Yeah, I think um, I've always tried to feel like it was you know, important to uh, you know use use a platform to to give back to you know either people less fortunate or you know people people like military families who have truly sacrificed you know so much uh, for our freedoms that we sometimes take for granted and, and any, any time you have an opportunity to, you know, bring a smile to them or, or let, you know, make their day a bit better. I've always tried to, you know, jump at the opportunity to do that. Um, you know, there's some, uh, uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina is my hometown. There's some, uh, things through the Rock Hill public school foundation, um, you know, uh, giving back to, to that, to improve, learning and and along with some of the other alumni of the town to uh, laptops and just trying to help out kids you know from my school from my hometown in that district to get the most out of their you know four years uh, academic experience so you know I, I don't have my own charity I don't have my own you know uh, nonprofit, but I uh, I try to I, th- I think it's you know it's important to to do what you can and, and uh, help along the way. Yeah. I'll make, we'll make sure here at the community playing field, keep an eye on all you're up to so we can uh, support you along the way. And uh, Mason, it was awesome catching up, learning more about you today and uh, enjoy the rest of the off season. I know how it works, right? July, end of July, start of training camp is going to be here probably before you know it. So uh, best of luck. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs>